You are listening to the Mental Health Monday podcast. You should have no gain, and I should have all the gain because obviously I don't care what you say, as proven in the track records of you know this entire podcast. Yeah. So I went with. I think I've only had three monsters today, and I I heard it. So I was. <laughs> but my day started at seven a.m., which it normally doesn't. So to be fair, um, and I was like, so I grabbed. I think it's called A Shock Energy. I'm not sure if that's an A or if that's just a logo, but I'm going to yeah, say... Like, I like that stuff. A, a Shock Energy, Orange Freeze, 200 milligrams of caffeine, zero sugar. I have... This is a new one. Monster, God dang. Monster Reserve Orange, Orange Dreamsicle. Okay, that one's, that one's up there. That one's up there. I'm going to mm. say... This is the second time I've had this one. But you got to go off your first taste and rating. It might, it might be better than the rain orange dreamsicle, in my opinion. But with or without ice, what? because I don't do that. We've had this debate. Damn it, you can't do the rain orange dreamsicle if you don't put it over ice. It's mid. You put it over ice, seven point eight out of ten. No, flat out of a can, four. I I don't even know how to respond to that. I but that's this like a pretty, shock. Like I should have. It's a shockingly good <laughs> um, first sip. Six point nine. Six point nine. I got to give it some. I, I got to give like the scale some room. Like, yeah. but six point nine for me is. I feel like the reason I like this one more than the rain is like. If you've had any rain or bang, they have that like almost like pre workout taste. Yeah. Because of all the caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. But these only have, I think, like 120 or something. Yeah, right? yours, like 300. Uh, 140. So I feel like there's more of an actual like flavor to it. I, I don't like carbonation, I've determined. Like I've had, uh, well, because my rehabs have been running, the world's been running out of Monster Lemonade rehabs again, thanks to me. And no fault's my own. And so I've had to substitute a lot of times. And when I substitute, I know what I like and what I don't like. And so I keep going back to like some that are slightly carbonated. And I don't like I don't like carbonation. I don't I don't know what it is. Like even like beer and seltzers now, if it has a high carbonation concentrate, I don't like it. I love it, carbonation. Well, you're just the opposite of me and we debate on a lot of things, like how I Listen to Imagine Dragon Sharks over here, and I was, I turned it up. I turned it up, Ben. I haven't even heard it. It's, it's Song of the Season. You, Which you season? heard it. <laughs> the season of f- uh, f- s- Fall Summer. Fall Summer. I feel like false pe- Summer. I feel like people that 
willingly listen to Imagine Dragons are the same people that willingly buy Fortnite skins. Well, you're, and I will not elaborate further. Uh, you're not going to Imagine Dragons. You're going to Ed Sheeran, but <laughs> jokes on you. Uh, well, that was a fun break. Um, setting some topics over the way over here. Um, part two of part one, if you have not listened to it, which you probably haven't. Um, you've had like two weeks. You've had a, there's no excuse other than us not promoting it whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that though, you, you should have listened to it by now. So carrying off of trauma and just some thoughts in my brain. Um, I don't believe, I I think it's the headphones at this point. I, we're, we're going to get, I'm going to get new headphones. I'm actually going to order them probably on the podcast, but, um, yeah, uh, it's been, it's been an eventful <laughs> three weeks, that to say the least, yeah. uh, for both of us, I think. And finally getting back to doing this again after hiatus, my fault, uh, not Ben's fault. Uh, I bailed a few times. I had a few situational things come up, and uh, I was talking to Ben, and I was like, this gets harder and harder, like, as our, as to- we knew it would, especially during the end of the year. Like, yeah. there was no doubt about that. Um but and I'll speak a little bit more about it as we go on. But um, let's talk about how I got this orange dreamsicle first and foremost. Got to get this out of the way. And I'm at Speedway right before I get to your house. Yeah. Don't text you. And I go grab it. I find it. Go up to the cash register. The lady's in a full conversation. The cashier is yeah. in a conversation with a regular or one of her friends, as you know they do. And oftentimes, I don't mind. I, I really don't mind. Like if you're having a conversation with somebody, like I'm just here to get this and go. I don't care about. I don't. I like customer service, but it does. I'm not insulted that you're not paying me attention as a gas station clerk, right? right. You can't. You're not you're expecting right. like five star service, <laughs> right? At a speedway at eight eight forty at night, any time. <laughs> so the conversation with them, though, I'm listening to it, of course, because I'm interested, and I start hearing a little bitch boy. I start hearing like I'll, sh- I'll show him this hands, and then like the 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 cashier is just like right, right, and you you deserve it. I mean, you show him like you you can fuck him up, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm kind of like wanting to take my time. Maybe I lost my card. I want to see where this carries out. And the lady she's talking to, I mean, I'm 125 soaking wet. I've yeah. got decent. I, I'm five seven. Like, I'm not going to fight much of anybody, especially girls, but this girl said, and I'll show a little boy how to fight, is what she said. (laughs) And I'm like, I could push you over right now, and you would absolutely lose your balance. Like, this girl, like, she was all talking. I was like, is this, is that just, I thought Fairfield was a little bit better than this, or is this just, is this the Fairfield that I don't see? Because I don't. Well, I have many thoughts about Fairfield that okay. I'm not going to go into. <laughs> um, other than that, I'm ready to leave the city. But that area, like right there, is like kind of like in the middle of Hamilton and Fairfield. It's kind okay. of a wild card. Okay, because it's like, isn't it basically Lindenwald, like a crossover? Sort of, yeah, I mean, it's it's like a couple blocks is past. The, is, do you live on the corner of five the five points of Hamilton? No. Oh, well, okay. no. Yeah. You thought about it. You're like, well... Well, I mean, no, because... No. Okay. No. It's just... It's it's a coin flip. It is a midway. I mean, you could literally take... You could go... 
to Route 4 or mm-hmm. to, like, River Road, basically. So so you yeah. never know what you're going to get. It's not yeah. necessarily, like, a free-for-all of, like, turf war. It's just, like, it's, yeah. it's a surprise. Well, I, um, I was talking to, speaking of that speedway in particular, um, when I used to work at Chipotle in the township, mm-hmm. I would go to that speedway uh, when I, I lived with um, Katrina's mom and, and her over on uh, Mississippi. Yeah. Um, and when we lived over there, I would go to that speedway like pretty much every night that I closed or whatever. Like any time that I was coming that way, I'd stop that speedway. And I remember like the cashier saying one time, um, I can't remember what he said. He basically said like, um, this is like the part of between Hamilton and Fairfield that you could probably leave your keys in your car still, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. <laughs> okay, that, and that's a fair analogy, yeah. Whereas, like, my like my current workplace, it's like, dude, my mom, uh, I, I, I dropped my mom off the other day, and uh, she uh, came to pick me up because she was just, we were just swapping vehicles for the day or something. And so she picks me up, and she gets out of the driver's side car door, goes around the passenger side, and waits for me to come to the car be to drive home because it was nighttime and I got off and I walk over to the passenger side she's sitting there and so I go over get and I open the door and I say mom you never leave the driver's side door of a running car on the like you don't do that here like we're not yeah. we're not back <laughs> home like this is like I said there's literal carjackings here weekly like it's mm-hmm. a thing yeah so um yeah I get that so I had to get that story out of the way, and then I actually, for once, brainstormed on my way over here. Completely random thoughts to you, which I think you understood. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I just he's just the first one I thought maybe was a typo, uh-huh. and then I was like, oh, I think he's sending me topics so he doesn't forget. <laughs> well, I, and that's also why I sent multiple because I was like, this one's just gonna be fucking like left field, and you're just gonna be like question mark, and yeah. so, um. So yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, the first one was uh, Amazon Air, and this yeah. is going to kind of lead into a little bit talk about employment, and then uh, we'll carry on into the actual conversation because we got a whole hour to kill, and plus some. Um, oh, we had to talk about the fifth. Oh, we got so we got a lot of ground to cover, not a lot of time. Cover, yeah. So let me just not shut up. Uh, that was a good one. Yeah, decent. That's you don't burp a lot during this podcast. No, I try and cover it up, but you know what. They've had a few weeks off. Need to make up for it. Right. And come in aggressive, like, you know, show, yeah. we still got it. I might, right? I might let out a fart. So Amazon know. Air, uh, I'm, I'm on my way over here, and upon listening to Imagine Dragons, uh, after that banger of a song ended, uh, get a commercial for Amazon Air. And their selling point, okay, hear me out. So their selling point for, are you a night owl and want to bring in that, that night owl spirit? Come on over to Amazon Air, where you can work night shifts and have the rest of your day free and i cackled out loud after they <laughs> she said that i was like this is their fucking selling point yeah. are you a night owl come work night shifts so you have the rest of your day to do stuff and yeah. i'm like because well, sleep doesn't exist because sleep doesn't <laughs> exist you they still get the same amount of time it's just they're during still the working day. <laughs> 10 hour shifts with two fucking breaks and monitored by seventy thousand cameras yeah. and have to meet a quota or else they're fired on the spot like 
like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Like, I, like I thought that was hilarious. That I'm like, who's buying this? And then I'm like, I can hear. And then a thought of me said, I can hear an 18 year old who's ready to just say fuck high school. I want to just enjoy the summer and the winter with my family and friends. Like yeah. they're they're not diving deep into it, and they'll learn real quick. But I was like. How low of it is, like, the workforce to be like, hey, we're hiring. Here's our selling points and not cover anything else. It's just saying something that's fabricated and built to sound like, yeah. that sounds nice. Like, well, there's just, like, buzz. Like, I always feel mm-hmm. like, oh, $1,000 signing bonus. Mm-hmm. But the catch is you have to stay for 90 days. Yeah. They don't say that. Or pay starting at. <laughs> they don't actually like, talk about any benefits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Starting at $15 an hour. Well, okay, yeah. so that's the ba- that, that's what, what you're uh, going to make. That's what you're going to make for a while. <laughs> there, but if you're the CEO, you're going to make 100, what, what number did I say? $127 million. Something like that. A bi- a million. It was The company is worth more than that. But yeah, 120 yeah. Twenty-seven million dollars, and uh, one hundred twenty of that was a bonus. Like one hundred twenty million. I've got a lot of thoughts on that. But also, I'm, yeah, like you're the CEO, you're giving yourself a bonus. Mm-hmm. And then, it, it, like the it, for the company I work at, they actually broke it down as far as like where all that compensation came from. And his base salary is only one point six million dollars, but he made. No, I don't. I, I think the hundred was exaggerated. Exaggerated. I think it's twenty million. I, I want to say it's twenty million. Yeah. But anyway, whatever, whatever it is, it's still fuck you money at that for year. I don't see any difference between like a CEO giving himself a bonus mm-hmm. and like let's say you work at Applebee's and at the end of the night your your general manager goes and just takes like a couple hundred bucks out of the drawer. Right. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> who did like, that? Honestly, oh, that's literally his money anyway. So he was like, "All right, I'm just gonna, I got to go out tonight." It's uh, like a payday, payday advance or some shit. And then here's another thought. I know that it stands for chief executive operator, but what if officer? Uh, officer. I believe, yeah. What did I say? Operator. O- operator. Yeah. It, it, same. So, what does a CEO do? What is? I know what the title is, right. but I don't know what my CEO does. And then I, tr- you ask people, ask people on your corporate level, ask people on a storefront level. What does a CEO do? And the consensus is they just make really big, difficult company-wide decisions. And it's like, okay, but they don't see the repercussions of those decisions. They definitely don't. Well, they also have like a board too. So like they're not – it's not like – it's like the president. It's not like the president's just making all these rules by himself. Like there are boards of – Professionals, right? Quote unquote. They have overseers, yeah. like because yeah. all it, at the end, it's like an ego power trip of where like dictatorship, like oh, my Russian. If I was in Russia, I was the president. His name, where it's just like, Haha, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and there's nothing you can do about it. And then I'll go smoke a cigarette and spend a million dollars on a yacht, and like have fun, yeah. guys. And then I'll make like I'll make a phone call today and say, do this. Like I, I just. Was, um, on that topic of like, uh, well, c- CEOs and like the like you said, like the president of Russia, too, we won't name because we can't. Uh, fla- it's flagged well, apparently. I um, so I've been reading. Well, I've been reading this book for a long time, but I had not read for a while, and then I just picked it back up the other night. It's called. Uh, it's Alan Watts, the book. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but on the taboo of knowing yourself. Not to be confused with Alan Walker, the amazing artist and DJ, but yeah. continue. 
So um, I read this part, I think it was last night or the other night, and I thought it was like really interesting because he was talking about like um, the analogy was like a, a ruler or like a dictator. Mm-hmm. Like basically they have created this empire. They're in charge. They make all the rules. They can put anyone in prison they want to. Like they are king of the castle. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is uh, the servants are tasting his food. He can't go and sit in the courtyard. Uh, He can't walk amongst the townspeople. Mm -hmm. Uh, He can't actually enjoy the fruits of his labor, so to speak, because, I mean, technically he's like constantly a target, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like... The whole thing of like, yeah, you can be in charge and you can make all these decisions, but at the end of the day, you can't enjoy what you've created. Because you're the most hated person. Because you're like, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, you're fucking Jeffrey Bezos. Putin can't, sorry. For legal reasons. <laughs> the guy that rhymes with crouton, uh, he can't just like go to McDonald's or something. Without the threat of like being assassinated or something, you know, right? Like, I don't know. I just thought that was like really interesting. Like, it's nothing never, really never really thought of, but like, I think of like watching like Game of Thrones where they have these like rulers who are up in this castle, and it's like, yeah, you always see them up in the castle because that's all they have. That's mm-hmm. all that. That's the only place they can go without the danger of like being poisoned, assassinated, killed, jumped, like wh- whatever. Right. And that's, I think that's a really good point too, because that's it. Literally shows you like oh, there the different defense, the difference between like a boss and a leader and a manager yeah. and just like uh, I don't know. I've I've had a lot of a lot of thoughts about the workplace, but I don't want to spiral too much on that topic on this episode um, specifically. But it's just been like. Last week, I ran really for one of my co-managers, essentially, because our store manager is on vacation. So all the managers basically bumped up one slot for that week to cover the other person. And I used to do this position full-time at my other store, and I was very comfortable with it. I was very good at it. I was very in my element. I enjoyed it. And now I'm getting paid more at my current store and also... And still know what I'm doing, obviously, but the fact that I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was about last week. If it was just because I haven't done it for a week straight full time, if it was because of all the management changes that just happened, if it was because the front end was hurting and that was supposed to be my specific role, but something last week like happened to where it was just like. I didn't feel comfortable or in control, and I was in control the entire time. Like, I felt like I definitely made a lot of good clutch decisions, and I definitely felt like I owned it. But at the same time, a lot of it was out of my control as far as circumstances have or cir- circumstantial things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I had. We were short two people on the front end, like two uh, like leaders and office help and managers, something like that, whatever you want to call them. And then was, so we're already down two people. On top of that, I'm pulled away from the front end strictly to run the store and run the front end at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
And so I, which I didn't do at my prior store. The front end ran itself there and I focused on the store and fixing other things. So now I'm taking two roles and I'm like, I don't like this. Um, and we, we made it out alive at the end of the day, but it was just like looking forward as far as like, I've been already asked uh, approached about the next promotion um which would be a really 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 big deal for me and if i do there's talk about starting as soon as january which where you're listening to this at the end of october january november december the next official title manager program like salary everything Mm -hmm. like changes store manager and i'm like okay that sounds really cool i'm down for this i've made it this far in two years i know what i'm doing i have the education i have the background two months to be a store manager that's like brainstorming the night before a test and hoping that you get a 90 Mm percent when you take the test like and i it scares the shit out of me because i was like so i i've been back and forth on this a lot too and it's at this point in time it's just a proposition it's not even a this is happening now like they can't force this upon me obviously yeah but it's unsettling to me because it's like weighing out the pros and cons and after last week and seeing how shaky last week was just because we had a few people off and but then again i made it out the store survived sales were like okay like nothing changed except we were just short help and it was a lot of stress and anxiety on a lot of people and that was also coming off a nine straight day work week with one day off and then go back in for five days and there was something else that happened too that was pretty big i don't remember but like no home imbalance and work life at that point too which i've been through before and holidays i expect to go through but it's just like if that's what i'm walking into and i'm like if that because that's the life i'm trading is essentially is going to be that on some days just a higher paying job more paperwork like there's and i don't it's not to say that I'm not, I don't want it. It's like, or that I'm not ready. It's just that debate. Like, do I want this? Do I want this right now? Do I let this moment pass or do I take my chance? And if it doesn't happen anyway, and it's just all hypothetical, then maybe next time. Like, do you, I don't know. So that's why I said, I've got a lot of thoughts on that, but I don't want to dive into that rabbit hole. We'll move on to the next topic. Uh, Weddings. Let's talk about diving into the traumas and part two. Mm-hmm. Weddings, home life, my mom, how I can build this into a snowball. Um, so I work a lot and I'm a workaholic by nature because I don't have I don't want to say that I have a bad home life. I just have a very frustrating time with my mom more recently than I have in past. And she may listen to this episode, she may not, so I'm not going to bash her in any way. That's not what I'm doing, but I do want to kind of tell and let out like my organic feelings about how mentally this has, and this will come back to weddings, trust me, um, it can it can be hard, and sometimes it can be, I don't want to say unbearable, but very mentally exhausting for me to be around or be at home with her for extended periods of time Mm -hmm. and uh, so like when she has her episodes her episodes vary and she can get 
mad for no apparent reason to me or she can over exaggerate things or she has tunnel vision and only sees or thinks um of this perspective of something or it can be something like she forgot something that I have explained three times and she asked me again and it's like just told you this three times we literally just had a full conversation about this and I turn around to wash a dish or rinse some on my dish comes back out asked me the question that was the start of the whole conversation we just had and it's toxic talk taxing not Mm -hmm. toxic taxing on me to where it's like I kind of it just gets really exhausting on top of all the stress that it just went through on my nine hour shift today or uh, all the things that I dealt with which I'm not saying my job's easy um, or hard but there's days where my job is very difficult and I want to come home and just not have to deal with like talking or people or just like being it it all boils down to having expectations put on me from someone at any front at any given time that's what the source is for me and so I get off of work and now my mom has a list of her expectations for me which some are like fair points just do simple things or asking me small things But sometimes she'll make a list that's unrealistic for me mentally and physically after I just worked nine straight days in a row. And now you're asking me to do all this stuff, which I understand. But she, I understand where she's coming from because she just says, oh, you went to work and came home because she doesn't see that side of it. Yeah. But if she did, I think that it would be more. She'd be more inclined to be like, oh, and when you put it in a full list of what I did here and what you just said here and add that in to a 20 or I only realistically, my days are 16 hours. Let's Mm -hmm. call it 14 to 16 hour days. That list like and do that five days in a row, seven days in a row. It's like I think that's the point that I want to make. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm. You know, going through, I I do way too much, way too lot, but because I definitely lay in bed as much as I can all the time. Or like the day I said I close, I'll go downstairs, listen to my podcast, and just lay on the couch because that's like the only time I have other than sleeping to do stuff. Um, But so mentally, like my, like it's just a lot to full balance that with expectations. And work, and she'll say things too that are negative, like out of nowhere with no context. She will just be sitting there and she'll be like, You see this puppy? And show me a picture on Facebook that she's only four months, it was four months old and it died because of this disease. And I understand that it's upsetting to her to see that, but sharing that with me is unnecessary information that I don't, I didn't want. You know, it's just more of like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Mom, I didn't know that puppy. You didn't know that puppy. (laughs) It's just toxic social media doing its thing, which is why I, oh, I still have my Facebook. I set it to one hour screen time a day. Mm -hmm. Best decision ever. And I have not gone astray from that. It's hard to do even an hour worth of Facebook scrolling. I've realized that an hour of your day, it's hard. And I might even change it to 45 minutes because there's been a few times where I've caught it. TikTok, no, still game over. I'll scroll yeah. TikTok all fucking day. But <laughs> all Facebook, day. 
I've restricted myself and it's been good for me because I'll also catch myself or I'll be scrolling for a good amount of time and I'll be like, oh, I've been scrolling for a while, but I only have an hour to read everything today. I want to save some for later and I'll get off of it. So, um, all of this will tie into weddings. Somehow I just didn't make a flow of connection, but I, I'll break here and let you try to say some words. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. Um, just like limited time in the day. And, um, I know like we kind of briefly talked about it the other night. Um, we were texting back and forth and I would say like between like you and Katrina, like probably the two people I know that have like the highest work ethic, Mm -hmm. um, like Katrina is constantly, going, 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 like she's in school right now. She's just started a new position at work, which congratulations to her for that. Shout out to Trina. Uh, Starting to do what she wants to do with uh, social services. Um, So a lot of her, her like class just started. So a lot of her day is either work or school. Mm -hmm. And I know like that, you know, she feels overwhelmed. And so, you know, I've been trying to just do as much as possible to, you know, make everything else less stressful, you know, just doing what I can do, making dinner, doing the dishes after dinner, just saying like, you just do what you need to do, even if you want to take a night off or whatever. And, um, (coughs) you know, I feel like it would be, it would be unfair if like, you know, uh, she just got home from work and she's been doing schoolwork all day. And I said like, Hey, do you think you could like, take the trash out yeah when i could like easily you know do that myself yeah <laughs> and it's not like uh i think like from your mom's point of view like you said like it's not there's no like malicious intent behind it like right. she's not trying to overwork you yeah it's just that like oh he hasn't been home all day now that he's home he's just sitting around right like well what's up with that exactly and that's <laughs> the point of perspective where like i i'm trying to find like I don't want to say a deflect mechanism, but, like, more or less, like, a coping mechanism or, like, some sort of, like, reverse reverse negative annotation of my brain to click where, like, when that happens and before I react or act, I just, I'm able to bring it back in and, like, make a, tell myself it's, like, like, just, it takes 10 seconds. Like, something yeah. like that, where when she says something, I'd be like, it'll take you one minute, you've got this. And just, like, and that way I'm not mentally adding that to my list. Or I, I just need to f- help. I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to work on that. That'll be in next week's update, because I it's something that's frequent. And I think that if I can find the right way to, instead of react or just, like, bitch about it, uh, in yeah. a sense, like, I can... Because I'm, people know I'm a positive person. I don't yell at people. I don't get mad very easily. It takes a lot, and I get I get depressed. I get I, I hate myself. Like there's a lot of things that internally I do, but externally I'm not that I'm not the stereotypical ginger or anything like that. It's just so it I don't know where I was going with that one, but um, yeah, finding that solution for me that's going to work to where it's like, because this is going to be an ongoing thing for some time now. Like, it's only going to get worse, too, right. as time goes on. So, like, the sooner that I can, like, take away, and I have, like, there's some times where I can be like, 
when something is she said or done or as an episode happens, I can be like, this is not her attacking me. Like, yeah. and just be like, repeat that to myself and then be like, okay. And then I've even tried to do visualize like it's a weird thought but i was like i try to visualize it if well this isn't gonna sound good anyway i say it if it wasn't my mom if 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 somebody else had asked me to do that i would go above and beyond to do it for him like my sisters my girlfriend if i had one like if somebody else approached me to a customer asked me to do something like this i'd be like yeah absolutely i'd be glad to help you with that yeah but i wrap a condom condom be careful. Uh, <laughs> I'm treading very deep here in this one of the episode. I wrap my mom in this figure, this veil of figure of like, just like orange or yellow to where it's like, I don't know what the, I don't know what my mom's vibe is going to be today. So let yeah. me just put her in a warm color and then see if she goes green or red and you know, and it's mm-hmm. so like very like already on the defense there. I worked that yeah. time of that. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of what like I'm, I, I wanted to get that organically off my chest because I don't think people do understand how severe it is or why it's severe to me. Yeah. Uh, with certain things with her, um, because of uh, it, it, because of like how it dog, dog piles literally, but on ooh, speaking of which, three positives. Stay tuned. Um, and dog piles upon my week and upon my day. So yeah. like, and that so that's kind of about that. Is just like I love you, mom. I do. I appreciate everything that you've done for me. You are getting older. You are forgetting more things. We have a whole podcast that I loved because you taught me so much. But at the same time, there are certain days where you really do get under my skin as much as I get under your skin. And I want you to know that I don't take it personally. And it's nothing. There's no hatred towards you. And I think sometimes she thinks that I don't love her. I don't because I have I, I don't treat her unfairly, but I don't treat her with the constant and consistent love and affection that I would my dog all the time per se. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it, it's at that point in our our relationship and her <clears throat> her end too, to where it's just like it's not it 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 can be read wrong on certain days. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, um, I remember. I can't. Mm, I want to say this was, I don't know, eight or nine years ago, something like that. Um. Like, my mom was on some medication for, um, I think the original medication she was on was for, uh, like, sleep. Because she wasn't, she just wasn't getting enough sleep. Couldn't hardly fall asleep for the life of her. And so she, she, her doctor gave her this medication to help her sleep. Well, in turn, that medication, when she was awake, made her, like, severely depressed. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to do anything. She didn't want to go anywhere. Uh, I feel that. Um, so she went to her doctor and said, hey, like, I've been sleeping, but during the daytime, like, I'm, you know, I just feel very down, depressed, sad all the time. So he gave her um, 
I don't know if it was like an SSRI, but you know, something for a depression. Mm-hmm. And she's also already on other medications for like thyroid and all this other stuff just from past health issues. So all these medications, um, which by the way, I don't remember this guy's name, but fuck this guy, fuck this doctor. Uh, he's a quack. He's an idiot. Um, if I knew his name, I would name drop him, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that because I'm not sure what his actual name is, but he is an absolute piece of shit. And I will, I will stand by that because this is the most aggressive <laughs> I've seen Ben since we were in the yes. car to Detroit. So there will like a lot, like a lot of anger comes from this point because, um, basically like all these medications were, um, counteracting counterintuitive and basically turned her brain into like, not mush, but like to where, um, she was hallucinating. Uh, she couldn't remember anything. She was remembering things that didn't happen. Um, she couldn't hardly form a thought because it would just get lost. Um, I remember one time I was, um, I can't remember where I was at, but I was on the phone with, she called me cause she wanted to ask me a question and like was on the phone with her for probably five minutes. And like literally the whole conversation was her just trying to figure out, like trying to remember why she called me, what questions she needed to ask me. Mm-hmm. And so like us as a family, we had to step in and like, I was like, I was frustrated at points because, and I tried not to show it because, you know, I'd be standing there in front of my mom and she'd be like, can you, and I'm like, yeah, like spit it out. Like, yeah. what do you need me to do? And I would get frustrated. I keep having to remind myself like that she's not in her right mind. And, you know, we had to step in as like our whole family to, well, we had to take her off the medication. The doctor would not, which is why he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had to basically take her off this medication. Um, and it took her probably another six months to a year to get back to normal. Like she had basically uh, somebody else set up as like a payee for, for her, like, um, uh, I can't remember what it was, not social security cause she was not retired, but, um, I can't remember some payment she's was getting basically, I think it was my dad's social security yeah. that she was getting, but had to be administered to somebody else because she couldn't make financial decisions herself. Um, and also uh, I, I want to say it was like around like 2011 when it all started. Cause then 2014, when we got married, uh, my mom was there, but she like, wasn't all the, like she was off the medication, but it was like, she was still, her mind was still like regathering memories, thoughts, like all this kind of stuff. So, um, she, like even like she doesn't remember a lot from that time. Mm-hmm. And so it like took a long time and, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but kind of the same like thought that you had is like trying to like give her grace and, um, understanding, even though I feel frustrated when really it's like an internal thing. Like I'm Mm -hmm. frustrated because of how it's affecting me. Yeah. And it's like, that's just selfish of me. Right. (laughs) You know, rather than saying like, oh, well, you know. Let me just like step back and like take a breath or two. 
Right. And just like actually think about the situation rather than just being like reactionary. Right. Exactly. I think that's a very good point too. And I mean, that's, I think too, and I'll leave it at this before we talk about how this all led up to weddings somehow, um, is that I feel like me taking care of her, me taking care of the store, me taking care of the front end, me taking care of the podcast with you, me when I was avidly going to shows, taking care of the scene, and I was trying to control way too many things by myself at one time, and who the fuck is taking care of me, because I'm still single, and other than my dogs and my fish that's still miraculously alive, I ain't got nobody taking care of me or looking out for me, and it's like I lost my safety team originally, I lost... uh, part of the scene i've lost like and i'm not there's no bad ill on any of this but it's like i've lost and burned so many bridges organically and unintentionally to where it's like i have to realize and rebuild too and if i had somebody that i knew was like my my rider die my go-to and, and nicole is i think nicole like there's i do still have people but as far as like a cons- as much as i'm there for others like and i it sounds bad to say but i just want somebody by my side and i want a relationship is what i'm getting at if we're being real with it but it's like i just want to be to know that when everything comes crashing like other than you at 2 a.m or q or you know i can just i can call somebody or like hold somebody's hand or hug somebody and be like this this too shall pass you know like something like that but um going on to that um this started because of my mom but uh i'll transition with this um like my mom not understanding how it work and what I do. I had a, I actually had two cousins weddings this past summer and I missed both of them. Um, and that neither one of them were intentionally intentional. Um, one was kind of like, no, I don't think a lot of my family's gonna listen to this. So I don't even, I, I don't care because this is my feelings and what, it, why, um, one of them I really didn't want to go to, and the reason I didn't want to go to it was because I don't do weddings, and I don't like weddings, and especially with family. I love my family. I love my family to death. Weddings for me are hard in general. Open bar weddings are very hard for me in general, mm-hmm. especially if my mom goes. So because I want to have fun, but she just thinks that I'm just drinking all night or something. I, it, it, we, there's a mm-hmm. disconnect there. Yeah. So weddings with my mom are uh, two times or three times more difficult than me just going to a wedding with a plus one. Uh, and so she got mad at me because she the second one, I told her, yeah, I can't get that day off. I'll have to be manager on duty, which was this past weekend. I think the weekend before the last, either this past weekend or last weekend, whatever Saturday that fell on, where originally I told her, because we had the RSVP, and I told her at the time, just go ahead and plan on no, because that way if I I do, like, I I don't want to expect me to, I don't want the pressure of me trying to get the expectation of getting a Saturday off and going to Louisville, because also retail Saturdays off, no. Uh, yeah. especially in any position in a management position you're not it's not feasible weekends are not feasible friday yeah maybe um 
but it's Sundays once a quarter, if I'm lucky, you know, just things like that and or PTO and vacation. So it's very difficult for me to get time off, especially on weekends and especially for like, I can put it in a request, but the reason this one I couldn't was because my store manager was on vacation, which meant we were a manager short on top of not having the help already, regardless and just setting it up. So there was no way I was getting that Saturday off, regardless. And she and I got into an altercation of like, well, you get all the, you go to all these shows and you can make sure to go to the things that you want to, but when it comes to your family, you don't give a shit about them. And it's like, okay, that's not true at all. And she goes, yes, it is. And I was like, no, it's not. You don't know how many shows I missed this year. First of all, you don't know that I missed LDB. You don't know that I missed Furnace Fest. You don't know that I missed the When We Were Young Fest at the same time too, which never happened. Different conversation because I was supposed to go the day that the weather happened. Kind of happened. And I, I kind of started letting into her a little bit to give her like a reality check like because it was a narrow perspective it was like i'm not doing things with my family because i'm not requesting the time off any of the shows that i've ever been to in the past two years i was organically off that day i didn't put in a request for those days i might have if it was a weekday show requested it off because weekdays i can get but I can't tell you a weekend show that I requested off that for specifically so I could go for it. It just happened organically. And that's because Q and Chris do an amazing job at booking full-time at Legends Venue Bar in Cincy and Cheviot, Ohio. Hit up them for all your promotional band booking needs. Um, weekdays, yeah. So, And I kind of checked her into that. I was like, listen. And I said, as far as big-name shows... When was the last time I went to Bogarts? When was the uh, my birthday? March nineteenth was the last time I've been to Bogarts. When was the last time I've been to Icon? One time with you under oath. Like I've gone to maybe five or five uh, theater shows that aren't local shows mm-hmm. this year alone, and we're close to the end of the year. I have not traveled outside of Cincinnati except to Louisville with you once. Like I'm so. I checked her in the place on that. I was like, so you're saying that I do what I want and it's Karsten's world and I get all these times off and do what I want because I want to go to these shows. Yeah, the shows aren't on Saturdays. And I, anyway, so I didn't turn on that and all transpired because I said no on the second wedding or reception of wedding. I don't do weddings, first of all. And the reason I wanted to make this publicly known is because of one i was engaged and i never got married that's a fuck you to me of like i'm watching what could have been for me for one don't like that two the last wedding that i was at caused me a lot of unnecessary trauma and there's two sides to every there's three truths to every story my truth her truth the truth my truth is that I took to this wedding, which was for one of my former sisters in northern Kentucky, Cincinnati. I'm not sure where the venue was. And she was dating at the time. And he knew that I was taking her to this wedding. Everything was cool. He wouldn't, like, we were good friends. She was a quote unquote sister at the time. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll drive. She can drink. And so we go go to the wedding, and we get, uh, the wedding was very short. That's uh, great. Go to the reception, and we 
open bar, game on. I watch mine. I make sure, you know, I'm not, you know, mm. I, we're not, it's not a race. It's a, or it's not a marathon. It's not a race. It's a marathon. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and it was that night because it did not. It, so go to the wedding. Me and her have an amazing time at the wedding. Like we have really good fun. There's nothing like really intimate. Like it, it was just a great time. And then we're about to close, like we're about to leave, and they. What are you doing with your hands? Like, did we? Did we um, and so we're. It, it's at the end of the night. We're about to leave, and then like the youth, or the, the oh my god, the I, youth, the, the youth, and then I did air quotes. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Um, so like twenty year olds. <laughs> the. The brides, brides and grooms parties, and the DJ because a lot of, it, it was a very uh, adult based wedding. Yeah, there were not a lot of like her friends, his friends. There It was just mostly the grandparents, family members, all that mm-hmm. kids. Um, so they turn it up and they play. Uh, I don't remember the song, but me and grinded on each other and like shut the fucking dance floor down like i mean we had people like it, like <laughs> the groom's party was like like somebody at one point said well that's it there, nobody's gonna follow that one and we shut the night down like that was <laughs> it and i was like fuck yeah like ooh. and so anyway so that was fun we leave her mom calls her as we're leaving, and we were going to meet her downtown, or I was going to drop her off downtown because her mom was out celebrating another birthday downtown. Like, I don't know if it was her birthday, her brother's birthday, but her family was out drinking downtown Cincinnati. Fuck, we're already down here. I'm not that tipsy. It's only 11 o'clock. Game on. You know, like, the, yeah. so we go through the rest of the night. We party. There was a few, like, big hiccups along the way, and we're just having fun. We're in, like, wedding outfits. Everybody yeah. else around us is, like, we're still having the night, dancing the night away. And I get to all of this to say, at the end of the night, there is a photo that I still have and exists in my phone today, which I will willingly show anybody who asks me for receipts because I think this is the very important of a disconnect that happened with a lot of different people on her truth, my truth, the truth. She kissed me at the end of the night, and I have that photo, and I also have another photo that goes along with that. I'm not making a move or a pass at her. It's her making a pass and move on me, and that happened. I think what happened was she remembered or somebody said something or maybe I even sent the photo to her. Something happened after that night and it, we squashed her. It was mad, angry, everything. We all, she went at me. There was, there was a lot of hostility from both her and him for reasons that I just kind of blew off. I was like, you know what, this is, this sounds like a problem between you two because I know my truth and what you're saying to me definitely did not happen that last, that night. Mm. I drove home. I was fine. I was, had plenty of water and I was definitely coherent enough to know, no, is no, and you are wasted right now. And her family was also there and her family witnessed everything too. So I have, you know, if they're obviously going to take her side. All this to come back to say we squashed it originally, but then it got brought up again because now she is getting married. 
and I told somebody in our friend group, God, I hope I don't get invited to that wedding, who then went and told her for no reason. She did not have to say that to her, especially being out of context, because, I mean, it's unnecessary. And if she wanted to invite me, I would have uh, politely said, oh, I have to work that day. I'm sorry. All that full circle. But... And then she got mad at me to say, fuck you. I know you do weddings. That was the last wedding we were... She, Her excuse on, I, I know you do weddings, is because we went to a wedding, and that was the last wedding that I ever went to. So there's a lot of fucking traumas with me in weddings, which is why I just stay away from fucking weddings in, in general, because I don't do weddings. I love my family. I would have loved to go to both of those receptions, but there are circumstances that a lot weren't known publicly to my mom, to the family members, to everybody yeah. involved on the reasons why it might be difficult for somebody to want to attend a celebration of life between two other people. You right. know, I should be happy for them, and I'm very happy for them. Trust me, I am. But is that a setting that I feel comfortable in? Absolutely not. Thank God you two are already married because I that would be a, <laughs> that would be a very hard – like. Telling your best friends no to something and like a, like I can't I couldn't do that. Like if was, if one of my kids at work ended up getting married and I'm just keep in touch with and they'd be like, hey, I want you to be part of my best man or in my wedding. I'd be like, that's awesome. I appreciate that. No, thanks. <laughs> Go find somebody else. I'll I'll find somebody for you. Don't worry. Let me actually get and call one of my other coworkers. Hey, uh, I need you to do something this Saturday. I'll give you the day off. What's that? Be a best man for this person. Like. Jesus. I feel that, well, to be fair, there are a lot of people that, um, it, I'm not going to name drop anybody. Yeah. It's none of my groomsmen. My groomsmen were fine. I am still either, uh, some of them I don't talk to, but I'm completely cool with others. Like my brother, obviously I, I talked to them, but there are there are always people that will say yes to being in a wedding that mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have in the first place, right? Because they have too much baggage, or like they want things their own way. So I I think you're fine. Okay, <laughs> and I, that's what another thing that I just wanted to get out there. And if the people that are listening to this podcast listen to that, and because it's not, I did not decipher that or to an extent where you can't figure it the fuck out of what who I'm talking about. Obviously, it's just I wanted to say it respectfully too. And I do, I do still love this person. I I want them as a friend. I want them as a sister. I wish nothing but the best for this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy for this person because I've seen. So much growth we ended up going our separate ways long before this was even a thing like a lot i mean it's been a long time in the coming where me and this person have not not liked each other at all it's not the what we just went our separate ways which mm-hmm. people do in life right and yeah. Even when they kind of started coming back around, it wasn't like it was an instant, like, yay, I'm so, like, it wasn't yeah. a, I'm going to hug you and hold you until for 20 minutes. It was just like, awesome, glad to see you. Like, it, it, because I don't know, I missed a whole, we both missed a whole year and a half of each other's life at that point. So yeah. it's like, why are we, I don't want to play the, oh my gosh, how, like, catch up yeah. on, I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, I've had, I have had plenty of people that, even up to less than a decade ago that, um, you know, I can think like, you know, spent many nights with this person, um, 
non-intimately, of course, like yeah. guy friends, um, drank with many times, have gamed with many times, had deep conversations with hundreds of times that I don't talk to anymore. It's weird. And I'm still cool with those people. Yeah. If they came up to me at like, I don't know, Walmart or something or out in the street or even just messaged me on Facebook, I would be delighted to have a conversation with them. But it's like, I don't necessarily like relate to that person anymore. Yeah. And not in, and not in a way of like, I don't like them. Not in a way of like, I don't think that we could have a conversation, but it's just like, you know, our lives went in different directions mm-hmm. and it's like, eventually uh, you may intertwine with that. I mean, like we are the perfect example of that. Right. We like, went our we separate ways for over 10 years. Yeah. Did not speak to each <laughs> other. And then one day. And then based off of literal just chance. Yeah. <laughs> we happened to uh, reconnect and now we have a, a podcast that's 50 episodes in. And we have, and we've had a, a brotherhood and a friendship that has reformed organically too. Like it's not yeah. forced. Like we said about in one podcast where it's like this, we don't actually like each other. We just do this for the <laughs> fucking views and ratings. So, um, three positives. Um, I got a Bernadoodle puppy who is approximately four or five months old and weighs currently 40, 45 pounds, will get between 70 and 90 pounds. Uh, and it is, it's going to be very good for my mental health when she gets potty trained. And yeah. that after she gets potty trained, it's game over. Like that, that's all I need because she is crated right now. And I don't love that. So or I forgot how much, as if I just didn't speak about how stressful and chaotic my life is, let me get a puppy to fix that. I mean, it's... I f- it, yeah, it, I, I feel you. ...was not my best move, but will be my best move because, I mean, it's a long game. It's not a... It, it's a short, long game, but it's a... Anyway, um, amazing dog. I finally got my big dog, like, that I've always wanted, and I didn't have to drive four and a half hours to Cleveland and back in one day to pick up Golden Retriever, which was the other option. So, um, second positive is I didn't write any of my fucking... Like, that's that's what annoys me. I brainstormed so much, and I was doing so good, and then I was like, oh, let me sign in with three positives. Uh, um... Second positive is that uh, I don't close at all this week. Uh, my close was on Sunday, and the rest of the week I have no closes. So, which is I, from going to all closes to close once or twice a week, I've realized I fucking hate closing. I really do. I don't mm-hmm. like closing. I enjoy. I, I don't I enjoy waking up at seven AM and having a sixteen hour day, getting off at three or four or five, and then having an afternoon to myself where I can eat, watch T V, relax, and then record here at eight. Like I, I I don't like closing. So I have no more closes this week. That's positive number two. Okay. My third positive is that on Friday, my only day off last week. Alicia and I went to went to go shopping after she got off at four. I said I didn't expect her to say yes, but I was like, "Hey, when you go off work today, do you want to go shopping? I need new shoes." So she was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so we did, and I had a great time shopping with her. Also, I said it to she, neither one of them are gonna listen. 
I like shopping with Alicia a lot more than I like shopping with Nicole. Alicia is fun. Nicole is hit or miss. Um, so I got new shoes. I got some Adidas. They're more comfortable. They were $90, which is not what I typically spend on shoes. I typically spend under. Like, I go for the 60 or 50 range because I they're shoes, and I don't want to spend $200 on a pair of shoes like that. Yeah. But as much as I walk and as much as I do... Got shoes, got Adidas, love them. They're white um, with a speckle top. Um, and then on top of that, I've got a Youth XL Carhartt hoodie that's rust orange, and it was only $35. So when are you getting forklift certified, then? Dude, I'm already foreclosed. I'm Powerjack certified. I'm uh, 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 Straddlejack certified. I mean, I can drive yeah. a, a, not a bulldozer, a Bobcat. I, I've, uh-huh. I've driven a Bobcat. I, pr- I might flip it, but I can drive it. So, I mean, a forklift is no different than a Straddlejack, only I'm operating it by hand and not sitting yeah. down. So, actually, I'm better than a forklift. Fuck you. I'm better than forklift <laughs> certification drivers because a Straddlejack takes a lot more... A lot more maneuverability and uh, comfortability than a forklift, and I will die on that hill. So, um, oh yeah, speaking of Carhartt, I uh, we were at Meyer, um, who people who don't live in the Midwest probably don't know about Meyer. I actually asked the Minnesota people, and they they don't know what Meyer is. But it's a Kmart. I think no, I think John knew because he's got uh, people in Ohio, but. Um, we were at Meyer to pick up a couple things and they've been carrying Carhartt for a while now. Yeah. But I saw just today when we went that they have the Carhartt overalls. Nice. And I was like, I need some of those. Dude, uh, <laughs> the Kroger on Beckett Ridge also sells Carhartt. I didn't know yeah. that. And I, I, I may or may not have worked there for my job, uh, for legal reasons. And they, a lady saw, came through and had a Carhartt, and I was like, oh, shit, they sell Carhartt here. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, pla- yeah. places that should not sell Carhartt <laughs> that sell Carhartt. Yeah, it's just interesting. Um, right. And they normally have it for, like, better prices than, like, Bass Pro. So I'm like, I'm going to have to check them out. Um, so my three positives. It's funny that you say, I because I literally had my three, and, and I know fucking, two of them, mm-hmm. but my third one that I like had literally come up with before we started recording, I now have just lost. That's it's crazy. Like, I'm just so glad I thought of it. I was like, I'm I not going to write them down. I got this. I, I literally had like, them in my head. I was like, that's what I love about the power of editing. It's like, you don't know how many times I attempted my three positives. You're <laughs> exactly. just going to see, you're just going to hear three positives. Three positive. Um, first positive is, um, I don't have my wrist brace on anymore. Uh, I still, uh, I have more movement, but still kind of working on it. Uh, I was given exercises to kind of just, you know, keep things limber. I still, uh, I was freaking out because uh, you can still feel like where it's kind of like swollen. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he said like when I got the surgery, he's like, there's a three to 5% chance that it'll come back. But the only time that's ever happened is people that don't take it easy on them, like They'll go back to like weightlifting a week yeah. later, which I didn't. I was very, very, uh, you know, easy with it. I d- didn't hardly do anything. I did everything one handed for the most part or had my wrist brace on. 
And so I went back and he's like, oh yeah, like, um, he's like, those are your stitches. Like they'll go, they'll basically dissolve after like, uh, I think he said like four to six months or something like that. So it was a little more of a relief for me and I have a cool scar. I don't know if it'll stay or not, but it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I can, I'm driving on my own, um, sort of because, uh, my wife is still waiting on her new car which has now been pushed back to mid-November. It was supposed to be Jesus. at the end of October. So we're still uh, carpooling to work, which is fine. Um, Katrina would probably say it's not fine. Um, but it's whatever. We're, we're, we're sharing the load. I've been driving more because so, she's been driving. Sharing the, the load was not the right words. Get your mind out of the gutter. Come sharing on. the load. The workload, all right? Come on. Um, Title of the episode. <laughs> no. That would be bad. Uh, I, um, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I won't talk about the W-E-D-D-I-N-G. I know you can't spell, <laughs> motherfucker, so good luck with that. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, we, uh, uh, in general, had a good, a good uh, week off. Um, after the event, we had uh, three days in Columbia, South Carolina, um, which is actually like pretty dope city. Um, the only annoying thing was this uh, state fair was going on, which is in Columbia at the same time. So it was the traffic was kind of a mess most of the time, but um, had a lot of pretty good beer. Uh, we went to a tap house one night. We went to a brewery, um, local brewery that had a food truck, um, stayed there for a while and then, uh, did some hiking in like the, cause they have a national park down there. So, um, I mean, that was fun. Uh, I still don't remember what my actual third positive was, but that is a positive. Um, that's okay because I didn't listen to anything that you said because I was searching for what I was trying to search for and it balanced on time because by the time you finished talking, I found it. So, I mean, it all works out. <laughs> so, to this date, we have, not including this episode, on our way to 50 next week, have created over 58 hours worth of content. We've released 48 episodes. We did a live recording and show that um, we no, no, we didn't. Um, have had 23 guests and have over 1.5 thousand plays. Um, and me and Ben are beyond humbled and grateful for it all. Um, in closing to the 50th episode, um, I am going to do some things on my end that are going to be more constructive for the benefit of the podcast because I think that it's important for me to not add more to my plate but add something that I'm passionate about and care about and get back into a rhythm of things instead of being like oh this is a side project or Mm -hmm. oh this is just I can bail or I I get an excuse out of it I want to be dedicated to this as much because it's helped me and others so much more than just surface level um 
<clears throat> so I do want to promote more. I do want to actually start putting that pressure on me and you and having that accountability of like, let's be like fucking Saratolian sign language and just every day post, 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 post. Or Jaden Stutz with total loss. Post, 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 post. Like I, it doesn't, it's annoying, but it's, I think that it, the more people that actually do hear some of the conversations, even if they don't, like, if they skip and go through a few things, it's going to help somebody some way, somehow, and it could just be one thing. And so, because it's definitely helped a lot of our guests, and our guests have definitely helped us. Um, on top of that, one thing that Benny and Ben have talked about, because it's been strictly DIY, and some motivation that's going to give that to me and you both, um, is that we are going to be looking at releasing, for the first time, uh, a Patreon. Um, it's an idea that we've talked about, we've messed around with, and we want to still be as nonprofit as possible, and we don't want to ask and beg for money, which is not why I'm saying we're going to post for money, ask for money, ask for money, ask for money, and that's not what we're doing. It's just something more or less to where, like, the people that actually want to give can give, and if they want to, we'll have some options set up to where it's, like, bonus content, live Q&A, things like that. Um, something, And, you know, it, it, it can be, a, I, I don't know where the idea is going, but we did want to open, like, a lifeline or a platform to say, Hey, if you want to support us financially so that we can get some external hard drives, some new headphones like I complained about in the beginning, um, things like that, um, and even maybe even a mixer editor and free up some of your time like we've talked about doing, um, it would be greatly appreciative and we'd be still forever grateful to, um, in a non-conceited way of saying, give us money, we know what we're doing, and it's not to sell out. But um, that's all coming up. And so we do really want to thank you. Like we're, I mean, 49 and then it, that's it, 50, yeah. which is wild. We didn't even think that we'd get to 15. Uh, part of me thought that at five, well, once we got the ball rolling, it was, uh, we'll do a, yeah. we'll, we'll do another thing where it's like reminiscing at the early days. Also, fuck those early episodes. Not the ones with the guests, but the ones with just us. So yeah, we were they're, like, they were rough. <laughs> they, they were, they, those were bad. So, um, but like you said, quantity over quanti- quality over quantity, we don't have either. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And do you, I have an out of context thing. Do you have an out of context thing? Um, I would say it's not really like out of context just because it's like in the forefront of culture right now, but fuck Kanye West. Okay, well, fuck you because my out of context before you hit it was, and both of our moms are still more mentally sane than Kanye. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Good night.